awesome. Okay, there we go. What's going on? This is your boy Chris Simmons coming to you with another podcast on this beautiful Friday morning, man. Man, the weather has been so good this week. And I, I know I know I know I talk about the weather a lot, but I'm from Ohio. And it's all it's always cold up here. So this week, man, in particular, man, it went from like snowing to like 70 degrees. And I was outside a lot, man. I mean, I had to go outside this week and take advantage of this nice weather because it's the month of March. And up here, the weather gets kind of wacky sometimes. Like there'll be times where it's like 70 degrees and sunny. And then I think next week they say it's going to snow. So, I mean, I said this week I'm going to go outside and enjoy this beautiful weather. So, you know, I took a couple walks. Uh, I went to the courts this week on Wednesday. I was so glad I was able to. Uh, get back into the rhythm of playing basketball. Now, I didn't play in any pickup games by any means because I'm still trying to get, get my rhythm back. But it was just good to be out on the courts and be able to shoot around for a little bit. Uh, it, was, it was a really nice day. I think that day it was like 70 degrees. So, man, I mean, this weather has just been really nice. Um, I'm just really been blessed by it. Uh, so I just wish it could stay consistent. That's the one thing when you live up here in Ohio, you just wish that the weather could be consistent. So it's just been, man, it's just been a blessing. And then this morning, I actually went to Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I know I talked about that on my last podcast, but that is the bomb. Uh, if you're looking for some good, healthy options, Tropical Smoothie Cafe is the bomb. Uh, I was a little sorry this morning because I went there about an hour after it opened. And I wanted this little, I think it was like a Southwest wrap or something, whatever they got. But they ran out of spinach. And then I also wanted the smoothie with it. I usually get the Island Green smoothie. The Island Green smoothie is the bomb. It's got like kale, spinach, and like, you know, all these different fruits in there. It's got a good mix of fruits and vegetables. Because, you know, your boy been trying to stay healthy. So I went there and they ran out of spinach, which went in the smoothie and in the wrap. And I'm just like, bruh, like how y'all run out of spinach? And y'all just open. So, you know, I'm just like, all right. I just said, cancel the wrap. Just give me the sunrise sunset, sunset smoothie, which is also a good option. It just got fruit in it. But I was really, I really wanted the island green smoothie, but it's okay because sometimes that happens. So I just got me a smoothie. Then I made me an omelet with spinach, bacon, mushroom, and put some peppers in that boy. You know, and I had two pieces of toast. So, I mean, hey, it's all good. Sometimes things happen for a reason. You know, I definitely save money. I didn't feel like cooking this morning, but I did save money on that. So, yeah, I mean, it's been good for me. You know, I've been trying to get into more healthy options, you know, because, you know, I like to work out all the time. So I try to make sure that I feel my body um, the best way I know how. But speaking of work, but speaking of working out and fitness, I got another special guest on for today. Uh, this I remember I met this girl on Instagram. Once again, we, me and her had a great connection there. Obviously, when I reach out to these people, like there's a specific reason behind it because they just have this thing that they do that really inspires me. And this this chick right here does some great things with her fitness program, with her fitness training. I mean, she's really reaching out to a lot of people and just impacting their lives physically and mentally. And it seems like she got a lot going on, man. I mean, this girl is the definition of toned. I mean, I ain't never seen nothing like it. I mean, this girl is strong. I mean, this girl got, yeah, she already flexing on camera. You know what I'm saying? She already got to show you her muscles. She got veins everywhere. I mean, particularly in the legs. I mean, it seems like she puts a lot of emphasis on the legs, but she do got some nice definition in the biceps. 
So this girl, man, she knows how to train. And man, like, and one unique thing about her is that she's from the ATL, which is my which is my dream city. That's where I'm trying to live at. So I told her, I said, hey, if I come down to the ATL, me and her going to have to do some training session together because this girl looks like she'd be able to give me a good workout for real. She might have a good workout for me to do. And I need definitely I'm definitely into doing different things. I love mixing out my mixing up my workouts. I don't really like to do the same thing when I work out. So it seems like she's got a good variety of things that she likes to do with her with her and her clients. Um, seems like they really like, love and enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, she does a lot of great things in the community and also knows how to eat good. I mean, I've seen her on Instagram. Uh, she got some good meals for y'all, man. I mean, I checked out some of the meals. I'm like, dang, like this girl know how to cook. She might have to, you know, hook me up with some when I come down there. And it listen, I might listen. I might come down there this year, man, because literally like from last year going to this year, it has shown us that we can do work from wherever. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to be in a certain location anymore to do work anymore. We can do work from pretty much anywhere. So I'm like, well, why not do some online work? You know, why not do some work in a place that I want to be in, which is the ATL? So, hey, it could happen this year. I've been looking at some places down there. So we'll see if it happens. You know what I'm saying? We'll see if it happens. You know, it just all depends on where God wants me to go. So, I mean, hey, it might happen. I might get in contact with her and, you know, we might do some great training sessions together. Um, but without further ado, let me introduce y'all to my girl, Nikki Fitness. What's going on with you? How you doing? What's up? Happy Friday. The weather is beautiful down here, but it's probably been more consistent than up there as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that we did have the off conversation. We did have an off-camera conversation. There might be some language in here. Okay, I'm just going to warn you. I, I, I want to make sure before we get deep into the episode, she did say that she she likes to cuss. Uh, so, so, But listen, there's going to be some great information, great points in here. It's just the way she emphasizes is different. Okay, she'll probably put some language on there, but it's all good. You know, we, we grown, we adults. I mean, hey, I mean, it happens. That's, this is adult language. So for the kids, hey, listen, you you may want to cover the ears because I'm going to tell you right now, I, I, like like I said, like I always like to have people on and just be themselves. You know, I don't want to take anything away from from my guest. So, hey, if you hear some language, just be aware. Don't 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 say I didn't warn you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But no, it's good to have you, girl. I mean, it's good that everything's going down, going good down there. Um, but yeah, I mean, so what you been up to today, man? Like you just been chilling. You been. So I woke up, had, um, two in-person clients and then mm. I had a virtual training session. So all training sessions, but one was just via zoom. Mm. Um, went and took all the animals out and then came up here and now I'm on this wonderful podcast with you. Absolutely. And I see you got your dog there. Uh, what's the dog's <laughs> name right there? This is the brat. She's the spoiled one. This is JC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's up? Okay. What type of uh, what type of dog is that? This is a husky German Shepherd Rottweiler mix. Okay. And is is that the only one you got, or you got like other pets that you, other dogs and stuff like that that you got around your? I got. Yeah. I personally have two dogs and a cat, and then I'm Mm -hmm. watching a dog right now as well. (laughs) I love animals. 
Man, that's crazy. I mean, I'm <laughs> listen. I, I never, t I never told you this while we was off camera, but I'm actually, I wish I could have a dog, but I'm actually unfortunately allergic to dogs and cats. So I will definitely not be stepping inside your your place because I've had some pretty severe reactions with dogs and cats. But I love, but if I were to have a pet for real, I would have a dog because I love dogs. I just love dogs over cats. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm, there may be people that don't agree with that, but I just prefer dogs. You know what I mean? I just love dogs. I love how they're active. Um, seems like this one right here might be a little active. <laughs> she looks like she likes to play. Does she like to play? Yes. Yeah, that's a big... She's about as big as I've you. Had her since, yeah, she's about 55, 65. I've had her since she was six weeks, so she is legit a baby. Like... Uh, she's about six, seven now, but I mean, you see, she doesn't leave my side. So, and then I have a Cordy rescue. She's about 10, 11. She's older though. She's really independent. She doesn't need me. <laughs> yeah, you said that's a baby. I don't look like no baby. That's a, <laughs> that, that is definitely, that ain't no baby right there. That's a, listen, she looks like she can take care of herself. You put out, listen, you put outside, she may be able to fend for herself for real, for real. Might be able to fight off some of the other animals that's out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she definitely can. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, man, you know, hey, like I said, it's glad to uh, have you come on the show and I I just want I'm just excited to, you know, get into today's conversation, but you know, I just want to just open up the show by asking you you know, just just the type of journey it took to get to where you are. I know you're successful and I know you do a lot with fitness, but I just want you, I just want you to kind of just take it back a little bit. Just kind of just open up about how you was able to get to this point in your life? Like, where did you start out and how did you get to, you know, where you are today? Yeah, so um, I actually started out just, I mean, as a normal person. <laughs> and I still am a normal person, to be, like, to be clear. But um, I grew up an athlete, so I played, my main focus was softball, basketball, volleyball. I wanted to do gymnastics, but I only did that for a little bit when I was younger. Um ended up kind of narrowing it down to softball and volleyball. And then I really stuck with softball. Um, I was, you know, my dad wanted me to play softball, all that stuff. I was really good at softball. I ended up going to college for it. Um, started out at JUCO. Then I went to a four-year. And in that four-year, I transferred. So it still gave me my last two years of eligibility. Um, but with the transferring, some credits didn't transfer as well. So uh, I ended up at a school in South Carolina finish out my eligibility, but I had an extra year to just attend school and just solely do school. So um, with that, I got super bored, you know, college sports, you wake up, you do two days, go work out, train, you know, go to class. I also was a biology student as well. So I graduated biology chemistry. So I had labs and labs alone in three hours, which is cool. I mean, I'm a super introverted nerd at heart. People are like, what? Um, I, I like being out in front of people and I like helping people, but I get my energy by myself. I love being by myself and I was not always that way as well. So with being a college kid, literally I was a kid, um, I started working out more, not being able to do practice, games, all that stuff with college sports. I was just bored. And when I started working out, <laughs> it's actually funny. I found a lunge video from, I think, 20... 13 or 14 my legs were so skinny because you said something about my legs and my form was horrible so i'm gonna have to put that together next to a lunch now 
But I believed all the myths that most girls believe. When I first started out, I did high reps, lightweight, um, skinny bunny detox, like all that tea stuff that used to be a hit on Instagram. I definitely tried some tea at one point. Um, did those seven, 10 day detoxes at GNC. Like I did all that stuff. Um, I started eating healthier. I was fortunately starting out younger. I was a skinny fat. My body fat was high, but I was super, I mean, I was petite for sure. My legs were super skinny, long, lanky. I was a cross country runner as well in high school. Um, so all out of my weight came from probably my back and my midsection, which isn't really typical with women. Um, I get my genetics from my dad's side for sure. Women usually carry in their lower half. I wish I did. So I cleaned up my eating because I drank and partied and all that stuff. I mean, I used to do drugs. Like I have, you know, smoked weed. I've totally done cocaine, things like that. Uh, I was never addicted to anything. I had two best friends where their dads were um, addicts with pills and stuff. So we were all kind of sensitive because of that, thankfully. But I loved drinking, loved partying, loved attention, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, so I cleaned all that up, started working out. And then I realized I didn't really know what I was doing working out. We were, when we were training and practicing for college sports, uh, my coaches, you know, they were good at what they did for softball, but they never taught me like why we were doing what we were doing. And maybe that was my responsibility. Who knows? Cause they were just training me for softball. But with that, I had no idea what the hell a lunge was realistically or the form or what I was supposed to feel doing it. So I started my personal training certification, even though I had that background in anatomy and biology, but I knew more about the genetics and blood part of our body, not so much the physical part. So I started with the anatomy and the personal training. And then I, with that, I started getting my fitness nutrition degree as well. Um, I started to get more toned, but I wasn't really optimizing my results either because I was eating healthy and I didn't really understand what I was doing to not have my body transform the way that I was seeing it physically, that aesthetic look of what you really see now. So with that, I graduated school. During all of this, I got a job as a lab technician for a nutritional supplement company. So I got to make some supplements, which was super cool, vitamins, all that stuff. I actually made a hydroxy cut um, when it got put back on the shelf after it had gotten taken off. Um, so that's what really pushed me to study nutrition more just because of all the natural holistic types of things and plants that I was working with. Um, so with that, I started posting and doing my stuff on Instagram and I still have a lot of old stuff. I, I didn't delete my profile from before. So if you actually go down really far, you'll see what I used to look like as well. And some old fitness videos. I probably took some party pictures down, but I didn't leave, take any fitness stuff down. So I started posting workouts, posting things like that, and people started asking me questions. And so I enjoyed talking to people about them. Um, you know, obviously I'm an animal person. I grew up wanting to be a vet and work with animals, but I started wanting to work with people more. So I moved home and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I go to my mom's and I'm still getting my personal training, nutrition. I end up finishing those. And then I go and work for gyms. I pretty much went from, you know, UFIT health clubs, Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, um, the only gym I probably didn't work for was like a lifetime, to be honest, when it comes to corporate gyms. Um, you know, I, at, during this entire time, I'm still training, transforming. And with this, I met my first trainer that I committed to, to do a bodybuilding competition. My goal was to have that above and beyond aesthetic looks. So that way when people look at me, they also see credibility instantly. Right. So 
I started getting ready for this bodybuilding competition and I'm still learning a lot throughout this entire process. And with that, I was, you know, promoted to management, sales, all that stuff. Um, I ended up leaving corporate gyms, went to personal training studios, um, one-on-one stuff. And then I went from personal training studios to boutique group studios, like Barry's, Orange Theory, F45s, things like that. So I've done a lot of different types of teaching and coaching and different types of fitness, fortunately. So I do love helping coaches kind of find their niche too. So with all of this, I was still getting out of my competition and it took me, I'm a perfectionist. I definitely could have done the competition beforehand, but I got ready solid for about 11 months where it was low carb, um, low calorie, did a hard cut at the end. I was super lean. I got down to like 7%. So wow. I started off at 127 in college, skinny fat, ended up at 132, 133. And then when I cut back down for stage, I went to 124 shredded as hell on stage um i ended up winning my class and i got second in overall um i couldn't do it anymore though because of the way that i got ready for my show and also i didn't like the mentality it put me in in regard to standing next to someone everyone worked their ass off to get on stage and everyone looks amazing but you can only do so much with your body as well and i naturally actually have a wide waist people think it's actually really small Looks small because my shoulders and my legs. It's really not. It's like a 29, 30. can get up to a 31, 32 if I eat bad. So it just wasn't really for me. But with that, after the competition, I gained a binge eating disorder and I went from 124 to 157 in like six weeks. Um, to me, I got, I mean, my body fat went up and I hated it. I felt horrible. Thyroid was messed up. Hormones was, were messed up. So I had to retrain everything i was scared of carbs scared of calories i was scared to not do 45 minutes of cardio not do an hour of cardio i was scared to not get a workout in pretty much um and i was still binging i was going ham on the weekends because i was restricting myself from so many things and with that i lost friend touch with friends i'm not gonna say friends i lost touch with some friends that i'm rekindled with now my mom thought i was a bitch there's the cussing Um, (laughs) my whole family's from the new england area so um, my mom does this as well. It's fine if my mama does it. So um, she was like, you're never doing this again. But through this, I literally had to retrain everything. So basically, when you see me on Instagram today, that's why I'm so holistic. And I don't talk much about training and nutrition. And it's more how you look at it. That's awesome. I love that story, man. I mean, we talk about disaffecting your life right there. I mean, we, we we could take it back to when you was in college and you was involved in that party stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those drugs. I'm so, I mean, it's just, man, it's just crazy how, you know, one thing can change your whole life, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it's just amazing how you've been able to overcome some of those demons and some of those hardships that you were going through to be able to get to where you are right now. Because a lot of people, when they see people like that, when they see people balling, you know, they just think they just automatically got to where they are today just because, you know, some magical that just happened. Like, they, they, they necessarily don't know the full story. They don't know, you know, really how they even got there, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that you was able to open up about those challenges that you was facing and all the different places you've been to get to where you actually are right now is just incredible. And, man, I, I think you've definitely... From what I see, impact a lot of people. Um, definitely have that bubbly personality that everybody respects. And that's what I see when I look at your page. When I come to your page, 
I see that, you know, just high energy, you know, just passion that you have for this fitness that you're doing. And it's just, it, wow, it's just incredible. And for those of, for those people who may not be familiar with the type of training that you do, um, just kind of just go into like, what type of workouts do you do when you do train people or when you do work out by yourself? Like, are they high intensity? Are they more low? Are they more like low impact? Uh, just kind of just, you know, go into more detail about that. Yeah. So when I'm training my clients, they obviously have a goal more so of, um, I do have some people that come to me with a performance goal, whether it be, I have one guy getting ready for half Ironman. You know, I have another one that has strength goals. They want to lift a certain amount. I don't necessarily train power lifters and he's not trying to be one, but he wants to hit some old PRs again. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So with that, it depends on what they're wanting. But for the most part, I do isolated strength training with everyone. And they do their cardio on their own, unless they have a cardio goal, like my half iron guy. I put him through some hit routines or some functional training routines as well to balance it out. So because of everything that I did in regard to training and getting ready for my show, like, yeah, I look the way I do outside, but inside... I am injured now, you know, I don't, I, there's a, I have a problem with my mind muscle connection with my right back muscles, to be honest. So it's everything I do, no matter what will have a balance. So I have one off day in my week and in my client's week, I have one active recovery day in my week and in my client's week. And then depending on what they're wanting to commit to for strength training and myself that week and what they can, I recommend a minimum of three days. That'll depend on how I break up their workout. So for me, I really enjoy lifting and hit and kind of a little bit of everything. And I don't have a physical goal anymore. So my goal is to just be healthy and feel good. So I actually focus more on flexibility and mobility now. Mm. And I do a lot of yoga and I still do my isolated strength training, but I I don't need it as much because I've also built muscle mass from head to toe. My clients and people who are listening, if you have a goal of toning up, losing fat, losing weight, which is losing fat. Let's focus on that. Building muscle, transforming, changing your shape. At the end of the day, you got to get your cardio in. Yes. But you really don't have to do cardio if you eat right on the plate and match it with what you're putting in the gym. So 90% of people, and this is what I was doing in my journey as well. I was eating healthy. We all, we all really put effort in and we all really try to eat healthy. And if you guys are eating once a day and I do my consultation with you, you tell me you're eating once a day and you know you you shouldn't be doing that. But that one time a day, you're putting effort in and you're trying to eat healthy. So people come to me and they're like, I'm eating oatmeal, blueberries. I was doing the same shit. Granola bar, yogurt, you know, maybe salad for lunch, maybe a piece of protein, maybe not. Piece of fruit for a snack and, you know, protein, potato and some vegetables for dinner. All that's good. But when you have a goal, of changing your shape and you want to feed muscles and make your body burn fat, you got to have so many carbs, so many fats, so many protein at the end of the day. And it's not as complicated as we make it seem, but it does come down to proportioning. So minimum days, strength training, three. Most of my clients do an average of, I would say, four. Okay. So I usually will split it up. Legs, we'll say a basic program. Legs, chest, try, back, thigh, shoulders. Make sure you hit everything from head to toe. Myself, I do about three strength training days a week right now. I used to do five. Yep. And, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Um, I've always said for people who, you know, want to start working out, 
at least get in the gym three days a week. I mean, three days is a good amount of days. Now, I go five. And so I, I train, I live five days a week. Now, it's all based on, you know, perspective. It's all based on how you feel about it. But for me, I do five. And for me, like my workouts, you know, I like to do high reps, heavy weight. Now, everybody has, now everybody's different. Now, everybody's different. But I think for me, you know, it just depends, like you said, like the type of goal that you have in terms of your fitness. Like for me, I want to be able to build muscle. So for me, I know that you got to lift weights, you got to lift heavy weight, and you got to do as many reps as you can. And also, you know, being able to get that protein, be able to, you know, make sure that you're getting the right nutrients um, is important. I did have a fitness trainer on on one of my um, previous episodes, and she emphasized that you got to get your protein in in order for you to build that type of muscle. You need protein. Like, you got to eat. Like, if you're building muscle, I know, I know, I think the average protein, you know, for a regular person is maybe like, what, 70 grams or something like that. But if you're trying to build muscle, you got to at least eat what you want to weigh in grams of protein. So I try to, you know, hit my protein goals every day. I, I like to start, I like to uh, drink shakes. I'm more, now I'm more of a pre-made guy. Now I know a lot of people like powder and that's fine. I like, but I think for me, the powder, I just had bad experiences with it because um, I've had allergic reactions to it. But I, I, I just drink like the, the muscle milk shake that gives me about 32 grams of protein in the morning. And then I always eat my breakfast. I eat about five eggs. I up my egg count to five because it's six grams of, of protein in each egg. So five, so six times five is 30. So I'm already getting 30 right there. And then I eat, you know, sausage, you know, probably get some toast in there. And I'll, and I'll eat about three times a day. So that's just my, that's just how I do it. But everybody's different. Everybody's eating habits is different. So it's just a matter of what type of goal are you trying to hit? And it seems like that's what, it seems like that's what you, you try to emphasize in your fitness training is like, okay, whatever your goal is, let me see what I can do. Let me see how we can work it out in order for you to get to where you want to be in your fitness level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, Really, the only way to truly disinflect your life and sustain it is to figure out what the hell you're doing in your life right now that you're wanting to disinfect. So when people come in, like anyone who wants to do any one-on-one training with me, I make you guys book a consultation because my goal is to meet you where you're at, but level you up. So like I ask questions like how many hours of sleep are you getting at night? Like that matters. How many ounces of water are you drinking every single day? Some people don't know. Some people are like, oh my God, I'm only drinking one glass. Some people are really trying to drink 60, 80 ounces and that's great. Stay there or try 70 to 90 now, right? Because the idea is to do something better tomorrow than what you did today in a sustainable way. And if you're enjoying it along the way, then you're going to keep doing exactly what you're doing. If you commit to something that you do not see yourself doing four months from now, do not do it because you're going to have to disinfect whatever the hell you do for this next four months. And I and I'm curious as to, um, like for me, I I enjoy getting my workouts in early. Like I think I told you this before, I get up at like five thirty and work out at like six because I just like getting that early, early workout in. Now for you, what when do you you know usually work out throughout the day? Are you a morning person? Are you like in the afternoon? Are you an evening person? Or you just get it in when you can get it in? So I've been really bad personally with my own time management, especially with all that you're seeing me do with my business and media. But, you know, my goals, you know, your life changes, shit changes. People have families, people have kids. My goals have changed and they're not so visible in my body. Um, 
So that's why I commit to my minimum days right now of three days mm-hmm. of weight training. Now, the other four days, I'm still doing stuff as well, but I don't put pressure on myself to get to the gym. Mm-hmm. And typically, my time of day working out is usually between 10 and 12 or one and like three because I'm training in the morning and at night. I, if I had to choose, I would love to do it in the morning and just knock that shit out, though. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, for me, like I've, I've said this before, um, I know the gym that I go in uh, since I am on campus and I go to school school up here at Kent, uh, I found out that if I, the later I go, the more people there's going to be there. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with people being at the gym. Obviously, I, I, I kudos to them for getting in the gym. But for me, I like to, you know, on Mondays, I like to hit chest. So one of the things I do for chest is bench press. And if you go anytime after 12, you will not. You will probably not get on there. You you will be. You will have to settle for like a machine or something, because I've had the experience where I want I wanted to do a, a certain exercise, you know, first, but I couldn't get there. So for me, that's why I get up early. I mean, everybody has different perspectives. I mean, as long as you, the main thing is, as long as you getting your workout in. If you getting your workout in, that's all that matters. But for me, that's just my motivation because I want to get there before everybody else get there, because I already know. Once people start waking up, it's going to be a wrap. Like, I'm not going to be able to get what I need to get done because I'm going to be spending so much time waiting for other people to get off. So that's why I like to get up early and get it out the way. Then I got the rest of the day to myself. That way I just get it over with. But it's all a matter of how, you know, how you can fit that in your schedule because I really think working out is important to your health. You know what I'm saying? It teaches you a lot. In my opinion, I think workout... You know, working out at the gym, you know, it's it's like it's like life training. It's like life training because when you're pushing yourself, when you're pushing yourself, you know, through that tough workout, it's teaching you a lot about life. It's teaching you how to be able to push through challenges. You know, when you on the bench press, you pushing. You know, it kind of reminds me of this when you're when you're coming down. When you're coming down with that weight, just think of it as you know, in life, when people just start hitting you with a bunch of challenges, hitting you with a bunch of bricks, you just saying. It's teaching you when you come up, it's like, get that off me. You know what I'm saying? You're just saying, get that off me. Or when you squat, you know, when you go down, you know, sometimes in life, you're going to get knocked down. But that's when you got to be like, well, I got to get up. Especially if you got a heavy weight on you, you got to, you got to, you know, have that mindset where you go down, you got to be like, I need to get back up. I can't stay down. That's why I train because, you know, it's more like a life thing. It's like it'll teach you a lot of aspects and it'll help you with a lot of aspects of your life in terms of how to push through challenges, how to push through pain, because that's what you're doing. When you're working out, you're putting your body through pain. But sometimes that's good because now your body can get a reward for your body going to be able to look good in the long run. That's just how I look at it. I don't know how you look at it, but that's why, you know, I just love working out for real. That's my passion for real. No, yeah, I love. I look at it that way for myself. Um, I would definitely say the average person, unfortunately, doesn't. And the one thing that we throw to the side is the shit that we need to do for ourselves and our own health because we're so focused on everything else going on in front of us, especially workaholics. And I've been totally becoming one of them right now um, with my own health, personal health as well. Like you constantly have to put yourself first in your head, even if it's not first in your actions. Know that you're still there. Do what you need to do in front of you, but you still need to get your stuff done. So, and that's why people will see people who are successful or whatever their definition of success is. Or when people look at me, anyone who's usually in a higher 
awareness of themselves and their life, they 100% grew from pain and grew from trauma. And a lot of people end up taking out that one hour, 30 minutes, 40 minutes in regard to visiting the pain and the trauma and not ignoring it. So when you're focusing on so much on a goal and looking the way that you do, like, yeah, I can get anyone to look the way they help, how they want to look as long as they do what I tell them to do for sure. But in my nation and with my one-on-one clients, I do a lot of habits with them because it's the habits and the way that you look at things that's going to make you continue what you're doing. And the abs come at the end. I never in my life thought I would look like this ever. Yeah. But I think for you, I think it just took that determination to be disciplined when it comes to working out. I think that's the most important thing. Whatever you want to accomplish, you have to be disciplined in it. That's the problem with what I feel like a lot of people, you know, that a lot of people have is they're not disciplined in whatever it is they want to do. It don't even, I mean, I know we talking about fitness, right? But it could be whatever, you know what I mean? Because I know like fitness is a popular thing that people want to get into but necessarily don't want to stick with. Because a lot of people going into New Year, I remember this, like January of 2021, right? Every year, I mean, even every year, you know, every new year, you'll realize that a lot of people will go to the gym. It'll be packed. Like literally January 1st is packed. You know what I'm saying? You just like, where where, where, where y'all come from? Because I know that too. Like even at six o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be like when the only one's here. I saw everybody like who I didn't see before at the gym. I'm just like, where y'all come from? You know what I'm saying? Because everybody want to be like, well, I want to get that summer body. I want to be able to lose this amount of weight. Okay. And then they, re- and then they, you know, go through it. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I can't do it anymore. It's just, it's just too hard. It's too difficult. Like, I don't like sweating. I don't like, you know, having to, you know, work out three, four days a week when they could be doing something else. So that's why a lot of people really don't reach a lot of their goals is because they're not disciplined. Like they don't they want to see instant results all the time, but they're not willing to trust the process. They're not willing because once that pain hits, that's when they're like, oh, my gosh, like their body just like shuts down. They're like, oh, it's too hard. Like it hurts. Like I don't want to do it anymore. I want to be I want to be comfortable. But you can't you can't do you can't go through life with being comfortable. It's going to take some uncomfortness. That's what fitness is. It's uncomfortable because when your body is doing something it's not used to doing, that's where that soreness come in. You know what I'm saying? That's why after every workout you feel sore because your body was not used to that pain. But over time, once your body gets used to the pain, then it'll be able to push push yourself through the pain and allow you to continue to keep going in your workouts. So I think one thing is being disciplined, being consistent. And if you have a consistent and disciplined work ethic, You'll be able to, you know, accomplish whatever it is as long as you trust the process in it. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Consistent and disciplined along the way and staying constantly aware. 100%. Because, you know, a lot of times people don't like working out because what they've already been through is working out. Like their image in their head or their idea of it in their head is like, well, fuck, I got to go ham. I got to do two a days. I got to work out every single, it's like, no, you really don't because your reason why you're doing that as well is because you feel bad for what you're eating. Probably if you do everything you're supposed to do, if you sleep, if you treat your body good, you drink the water. I have a glass of wine like every other day, dude. Like if you give your body the carbs, you know, give your body a piece of fruit a day, you know, one or two, depending on, depending on how much you do by the end of the day, 
that's what matters. And people don't realize everything that they do in a day. So it's tedious, but like you just said, if you want change, figure out where you're at, how much you're having and how much you're doing of absolutely everything. Even when it comes to non-fitness related topics, like, okay, let's talk about a topic everyone loves money. The only way you are going to save money is if you start budgeting. Mm-hmm. It may not look pretty the first month, two months, three months, but you're going to be able to know where your money is going and you'll be able to take it away from here to put it towards something that you're wanting. Exactly. And with money, you know, I think what I've learned over my years of, you know, of, of growing up, um, the way people, a lot of people make money is by investing. Because a lot of people, when they get money, they like to spend it. They like to spend it, like just go ballistic with it. But what I've learned is that the way people, you know, capitalize on making money is by investing, investing in stocks, bonds. I mean, real estate. That's really how you grow. That's really how you able to get that money. You know what I'm saying? You got to invest in whatever it is you want to do. You know, if you want to make money or start a business or, you know, become, you know, stronger, you know, in terms of your physical health, you got to, you know, make that investment in whatever it is you want to do. You got to spend time doing it every single day. You got to work at it every single day until you start seeing results. And even when you do start seeing results, you can't just be satisfied because you got there. Because that's the problem a lot of people have is that when they when they when they get to a place where they're content, they stop putting in the work. But in, re- in reality is if you want to continue to keep growing, you got to continue to keep pouring into that investment. You got to continue to keep adding to it, to whatever it is you want to do, whether it's business, you know, fitness or I don't know, whatever. Just continue to, you know, invest in it, continue to pour into yourself and just you know, be able to be consistent with it. I think consistency is the key. I mean, I know I say that all the time, but it really is. It's consistent work ethic, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I know I'm sure that a lot of people last year, when it comes to, you know, doing things, uh, they were at, they were limited, uh, especially with, with gyms. Um, with gyms, I know last year, you know, at this time, everything shut down. So for you, how did that, how did that impact the way you worked out? You know, as a trainer, how were you able to still keep yourself, uh, you know, active, actively involved in your workouts and stuff like that? Like what, what were some creative things you did? You know what I mean? What are some creative things you came up with? Yeah. So, I mean, at first, at the beginning of the pandemic, I would say I definitely went, went shut down personally as well. Like, we all had a shutdown for like, what was it, like a week or 10 days or something? I don't remember what it was, two weeks maybe. And then stuff started, at least people got used to the shutdown. I know like there was like a week where everyone was just completely shut down because I even stopped training my clients. But I think after like a week or 10 days, we started doing virtuals, right? That's when we everyone started acclimating or at least those who were going to acclimate started acclimating right away, even if it wasn't perfect. And then those who didn't just didn't yet. And that's totally fine. So... I mean, that week, 10 days, I, mean, I was a piece of shit, <laughs> for sure. But then I started, was like, all right, I got to get back to life. It's going to stay like this for a little, little bit. So I definitely was fortunate for the amount of equipment that I'd already had, because Amazon was like AWOL for at least a month as well. And putting, I was putting my clients through some just random ass workouts. Like I had Brian working out bocce balls. They get a bocce ball set. So I personally had 
fortunate enough equipment to be able to do stuff. And it was beautiful all summer and all, almost all year in Atlanta. But I was doing tons of stuff outside. And with that, my business actually boomed in 2020, fortunately. Um, people didn't have access to do much. And people also were sitting by themselves. And they're like, well, shit, I, I really want to work on myself. And people started feeling worth more so than just wanting a goal. Because even if you went to the beach right now, it wouldn't be like, oh, it's hot girl summer. Like, it's not hot girl summer like it used to be before COVID. So I would say the pull-up resistance bands, you know, the ones that assist you with the pull-up? Yeah. I would say those I use the absolute most. I think they're the most versatile piece of equipment. But I, I ended up mixing up my training. I did a little bit of hit, did a little bit of strength training with the resistance bands. I have dumbbells, kettlebells. At the end of the day, I'm a believer in just breaking down your muscles because it's the food and everything else and the mindset that also helps it all become seen. So I still hit my muscles from head to toe, just depending on how I did it, whether it be a full body workout or isolated workout or whatever the case is. Yeah, that was, man, that was crazy, man. I know a lot, a lot of people, you know, had to come up with some creative things over the quarantine. Uh, I know, I, you know, there's a couple of people that was lifting couches, you know, lifting jugs, you know what I mean? <laughs> Going outside on trees, you know. Maybe going to the park if it was open, you know, you know, doing pull-ups on the monkey bars. I know for me personally, I remember where I was at last year. I was basically in a cast last year with my Achilles injury. And I was fortunate enough to have like a couple dumbbells and a bench press. And literally, you know, there was a week where I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how am I going to work out? Like, how am I going to be able to, you know, even muster to go out, to go downstairs and, and work out? Well, fortunately, I just decided I'm going to move to the basement because I was in my parents' house. I just moved to the basement because I'm like, well, that's where, like, the equipment is. So I'm going to just sleep down in the guest room and just, like, literally, like, just go right next door to the gym. So I remember, like, I didn't have my legs. I couldn't do legs at all. So what I did was I just, like, loaded the weight on the bench press. And I'm I'm crawling. I'm literally crawling because I'm just like, bruh. I'm not about to like get out of shape because I'm on one foot. I'm about to keep myself in shape. Like I'm not about to sit here and be out of shape. So all I did, I, I just did upper body. It's like curls. I was doing seated curls. I was doing the bench press. Did about 200 reps, like total. Like I didn't do them in a row, but I was just like doing 200 reps with the with the weight that I got because I was just determined to get my workout in. And that's what it takes sometimes. Sometimes if you determine. Cause that's because fitness is like my life. Like you know, what I'm saying like that's my coffee in the morning. For those of you who probably remember what I said last time, it's like my coffee in the morning. So I gotta have it. So I figured out a way I can still have it, even though I was limited, even though I couldn't really walk. I'm just like, all right, I still got my body. I'm just gonna continue to just rep out this bench press, or you know, just do these curls or these shoulder presses, you know, while sitting down. Cause I made a way. I just made a way. I just made it happen. You know, I was not gonna let that stop me from getting my workout in. So I still did. I still did. I don't know how I did it. I mean, it was tr- it was it was tough because I had to crawl because I couldn't use the other, or I had to hop. But I got it in. I was proud of myself for real. I think I, I came out of it strong. I came out of it stronger for real. So it was it was awesome, man. I remember that. You did the best you can with what you had in front of you, and that's all you can do because not everyone has everything in front of them. And you can either focus on what you don't have. Or take what the hell you have and go for it. Absolutely, for for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's just that how bad you want it, how bad do you want it? Not wanting it bad. 
I was not gonna be that those type of dudes. I know there's a few people over quarantine. I know my friend was talking to me about some of his dudes on his hockey team that gained like a hundred pounds, and I'm like, bruh, I don't know how you did that, man. I don't know what your mindset was, you know what I mean? But I was not about to be one of those people. That was my motivation. I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and gain like fifty pounds just because I can't do what I normally can do. But I'm gonna make up something. I'm gonna make up something. I'm gonna be creative. So that's how I did it. But <laughs> anyway, as we come to a close on the show, I just real quick on some last thoughts on that though, and that's yeah. why I've gotten more into the health mental like health. I health coach. I'm a health coach. That's my title. Mm-hmm. I don't not like saying personal trainer because I feel like that gives a bad name for personal trainers. But there is so much more to all of that, and a lot of the times we don't get what we want either because a we don't really want it 100 or b we are stuck in this thought process of self-victimizing and self-sabotaging. And it's because you're focusing on the things that you don't have. And I get it. I've been in abusive relationships. I did not have a great upbringing at all. I, you know, I being home this past weekend, brought back some bad memories. And I've totally self-sabotaged still till this day. Mm. You have to focus on what you have in front of you and you have to make a choice. Every single moment in front of you, you have a choice. And you can either choose easy and stay down or choose the harder thing, which is always going to be better for you. Man, that was deep. That was deep. Yes, ma'am. I love that point. I love that point that you just made about knowing what's in front of you for real. I love that point. That was, that was, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, I, as we uh, come to close on this show for real, I just got, you know, just like, you know, I like to always close it out with something fun. Um, so for you, I know you mentioned that, you know, you're in the, you know, eating right, you know, making sure that your body has the right nutrients in it for you. And I see, and I, and I, like I said earlier in the show, I see you making all these fantastic meals, like for real. Like, man, I might need, like I said, you might have to invite me over for dinner and, and, and hook me up with some of that because that looked gourmet. That looked like gourmet. Now, I, now I, I cook too. Now, let me tell you something. I know how to cook for myself, but. You know, being in college, it just, the way I cook is just so I get back. You know, I, 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 last night I had tacos. I had tacos. I think, that, I think that turned out pretty good. But it ain't like go beating on top shelf, you know, like Gordon Ramsay style. But for you, my goodness gracious. So, like, <laughs> for you, so for you, like, what is your, I guess, like, what is your, like, favorite meals you like to eat, you know, throughout the week? Just a tip for everyone. I don't really have time to cook. I love cooking it all the time. Appliances are what make my meals, literally. So I need, like, that chicken parm recipe, I use an air fryer. Oh, I got one, too, for real. We got one in our apartment, too. That's what's up. So air fryer, rice cooker, things like that. My favorite go-to recipe, I just, I don't know. I like, I like food. I don't not like anything. I would say probably nachos i'm like cheese dip is my favorite i'm a snack person actually so i just like cheese dip i'm cool with it the cheese dip and wings and french fries are like always on my menu sometimes i'll have real cheese dip and wings and french fries but i mean for the most part i'm satisfied with vegan cheese dip dairy after cutting it kind of hurts my stomach but i totally get real cheese sometimes like if i want a papa john's i get a papa john's um same thing with french fries but i'm satisfied having air fried sweet potato fries to this point i've found a good really good balance 
Bro, let me let me speak on the air fryer though. I'm telling you, the first time I ever even heard of an air fryer, or actually seen an air fryer work, was when one of my roommates, when we moved into the apartment, he brought his air fryer in. I didn't really know how I didn't really know how it worked, but that thing is golden, man. You can make pretty much anything in there. We we uh we have this tradition. Uh, every Wednesday we do wing night Wednesdays, and we get some wings. He got some wings from Sam's Club. And we just pop them boys in there, you know, put some sauce on there. Man, it tastes like you at a restaurant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The air fryer, I'll tell you, like, if you ain't got time to cook like she was talking about, yeah, the appliances, I'm telling you, there's so many different things you can do. I mean, they got, I know one thing we got is a George Foreman grill. George Foreman grill, if you're trying to make some, you know, quick, easy pork chops or steak, you know, just put something on there real quick and slap it on there. Hey, I'm telling you, George from the grill. You ain't you ain't even got to go outside and heat up no grill. You know, you can just you know do it from your from your kitchen for real. So I'm telling you, them appliances, man, them coming clutch. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they've definitely helped me with some of the meals that I make, um, especially for dinner. Cause breakfast, I mean breakfast, I can put together pretty easily. But dinner, you know, usually I like to eat pretty good for dinner. So it it it, it gives me more. I mean, it takes more effort, but. Hey, you know, I can, listen, I can cook up some pork chops. I love pork chops, steak. Um, I like chicken stir fry. Chicken stir fry, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Chicken stir fry, I put some vegetables in there. It's one of my favorites. But, uh, but yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, man, that's that sounds good. I'm going to have to come over there. Which, uh, what's your favorite, what's your go-to protein? Are you more chicken, steak, fish, like, or you just like it all? I mean, I like it all, but probably, um, I mean, honestly, I'm like everyone. Like I, my first go-to food is not really protein. Like it's not, not protein. I would say, um, I'm obsessed with that Jimmy Dean turkey sausage crumble. Oh, I, I got good. the pat. I got the patties. I got the turkey sausage. I got put on to that. that same taste. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just different shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Uh-huh. I mean, I like, and I, probably chicken or turkey though. That's my go-to with my meals. Mm-hmm. I don't really like fish, to be honest, unless it's fried. <laughs> I did see you make salmon. I, 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 there was a bur- there was a bourbon glaze on it. That's why. Oh, uh, because I saw salmon like, on like, there. Tilapia, all that white fish from like I am have, I was haunted from tilapia, and I still have not eaten until this day since 2016. <laughs> I was a catfish dude. I like catfish. The first time I got put on a catfish was at Papados. Like I don't know if you heard of Papados seafood. I don't know if they got that got one down there in Atlanta, but. Um, yeah, um, that that's what put me on the catfish. They gave it to me fried because I'm allergic to sea. I'm allergic to shellfish. I can eat fish, but I'm allergic to shellfish. I can't. I can't eat shrimp or nut, shrimp crab or nothing like that. So the only thing I could really get was like fish, like you know, just straight up fish. And they and I ordered some catfish off the kid menu when I was younger, and it was the bomb. And I still make it to this day. Like you know, what I'm saying like I'm more of a catfish guy. I grew up eating salmon. My family loves salmon. They always, that was their go-to fish. And it was good, but I just got sick of it after a while. I wanted something different. So I'm more of a catfish guy. Catfish, you can't go wrong with catfish, for real. I mean, everybody got a different opinion about it. But I love catfish. I love it fried. I really do. That's just my southern, that's just my southern DNA coming out of me. Because <laughs> I'm not from the no, south. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm not from the south, but I, my dad's family is from the south. And that's why I love Cause they're from Macon, Georgia. They're they're about an hour and thirty minutes south of where you at. 
depending on traffic, because I know tra- ATL, they traffic, ooh, man, that day. That is, man, that's, uh, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do with that, but I'm, I'm gonna have to get used to it if I go down there for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, you should know where to live, when to travel. I mean, sometimes you can go opposite way, but. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I've been to, uh, I've been to Atlanta. Um, I've stayed in Atlanta several times, usually, even, but for the majority part, I usually go down to Macon, down in that country part, because once you get past Atlanta, it's just all country. So it's just all dirt rolls and everything like that. But, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of restaurants I really like in Atlanta. I know they had a Gladys Nice Chicken and Waffles. I don't know if you've ever been there before it shut down, but that was the bomb. I mean, it was a two-hour wait, but that was the bomb. That was one of my favorite restaurants in Atlanta, and I also like another place called Houston's. Uh, I don't know if you heard of that. Houston's? You've been to Houston's? I know you've had to be. Their chicken Houston's. fingers are so good. Bro, <laughs> I had a burger. I never had a chicken, but I had a burgers. And they burgers are the bomb. I'm telling you, bro. They shit, they burgers. Woo! My goodness gracious. I think it's. We have some, we have really good food. We really do. Yeah. Like, I love California. I, I love Atlanta for East Coast, but I grew up here. I love California West Coast. I think we got better food than the West Coast, too. I like the West Coast better for weather and nature, but we have good food here. Oh, for sure. I mean, anywhere in the South, I mean, I just feel like the food is just, it just tastes homemade. You know what I'm saying? It just tastes like authentic. You know what I mean? Even, I'll, I'll say this, the best Popeye chicken I've ever had so far. Now, I, I, I've been to Louisiana, but did not have Popeye's there for some reason. I don't know why, because that's where it's known for. But the best Popeye chicken I've ever tasted was in Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because I was hungry. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But it was the bomb. I really enjoyed it. Because the Popeyes up here is, ugh, it's just nasty. But yeah. that's what I mean. That's my point. It's like anywhere in the South, they food just tastes like, they, they food just tastes a lot better. You know what I mean? I, I just don't know. I think it's just me. Could be just me, but that's what I feel like, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I just love the food down there. They know how to cook. I Fried chicken, I could see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Italian food, probably better up north, north New, New England area. Yeah, yeah, it just depends. Like southern food, southern folks, they love the fried stuff. My family loves fried food, so I mean, I, I always enjoy going down there, having those family meals. So I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, last last thing before we close out, for real, for real. I know we was having a little fun because I love food too. I love fitness and food. That, those are my two favorite things. I just love fitness and food. So, you know, I had to, you know, kind of start up a conversation about some food, kind of get her intake on what type of food she like. But the last thing before we uh, close out, um, I always ask my guests this because I always want to see, you know, what type of, you know, where where they're at, you know, in this year and, and what they hope to accomplish. So what, what do you hope to accomplish this year in 2021 uh, that you haven't accomplished yet, but you're wanting to? Blow my brand and nation membership up because that's where all the gold is. So mm-hmm. anything you see on Instagram, I go into more depth in, it, in my nation and start branding stuff because I finally have a solid logo coming in because I've been through many logo people as well. So I can't wait to show everyone the logo mm-hmm. and start branding stuff. That's awesome. I'm I'm the same way too. Like I definitely... Just got into advertising this uh, podcast about two months ago, to be honest, because I haven't uh, 
because I think I told you this off camera and I told my, my listeners this, that I used to def, I used to not have social media like at all. I didn't even have nothing. Like after 2019 hit, I deleted all my accounts. Like I deleted the apps. I was just off the air. But my friend, you know, who works behind the scenes, you don't really see him, um, but he runs my whole social media. And he told me, like, going into this year, he said, yo, yo like, if you want to build this, you got to put it out there on social media as much as you don't like it. He said, you got to put it out there, man. So that's what, you know, I'm trying to do. I know it's going to take him. It's going to, I got to continue to keep being consistent with it, which is what I've learned throughout the process. But yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Like definitely building the brand, getting this word out there because I think more people need positive content. A lot of people get influenced by new, by people who do the wrong thing. You know, the wrong thing on social media is being worshipped now. So I think that, you know, it's more important that we, you know, me and you definitely build, put our brand out there for more people to see, to see that, hey, we're doing some positive things. Like, you don't have to, you know, go on there and, and be flashy, you know what I mean? You don't have to always go on there and, and show off. Like, you can, you know, promote stuff on there that is going to help others versus just drawing attention to yourself. So that's my goal. I don't I don't want to draw attention to myself. I'm not trying to, you know, make other people envy me or be jealous of me. I'm doing this because I want to help people. And that's my goal. So I love that. I love that how you want to build the brand. I think you got a pretty good start, man. You got about over 12,000 followers. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I think, you know, sometimes you just have to, you know, just hone in on those supporters. I mean, obviously, sometimes it's hard to get everybody. But for those people who is, that's the people you just like, all right, you just, you know, practice, you just, you know, keep that energy to those people, you know, bring that fire to the people who are. And then, then those people are probably going to, you know, have other people come to your page and be able to, you know, attract that attention. You know what I'm saying? Get that traffic going. You know what I mean? But 100%. Mm-hmm. But hey, look, I enjoyed having you on today's show. Uh, like I said, like I say, for all my guests, I bet you this is probably not going to be the last time you're here because I, I definitely want to be able to have you back on. Definitely want to do more episodes in terms of getting more into depth. I mean, we, we can, you know, even talk about different topics, too. We don't just have to talk about fitness. We can talk about whatever. You know what I mean? I always love people who want to come on here with an open mind. And so I'm telling y'all, man, this is probably not going to be the last time y'all see her. She gave y'all some great information, man. Definitely has, man, definitely is doing some great work in her community. And looking forward to keeping up with her and seeing all the different, you know, you know, just, just where her journey takes her in her life. And I'm very, you know, very excited for what she's doing. And it's just been, man, it's just been an honor um, to have you on here and I thank you for taking the time to be able to be here today so <laughs> appreciate you yeah. appreciate you Chief. thank you for having me and keep, yeah. keep up the podcast you just got to keep putting out in the universe what you're wanting for yourself absolutely but hey man y'all know what it is this your boy Chris Simmons with another podcast man check us out on Instagram at disinfecting your life man that's where you can get all the updates and just all the information about the podcast and all the new episodes that come out Mondays at 12 a.m. Okay, on YouTube and our Spotify. And the link is all in the bio. If you click the if you click the link under our link tree, you'll be able to find everything that you need. And also you'll be able to see that we got a Twitter now. I mean, I decided to create a Twitter, 
But you'll be able to find all that information on our Instagram page. And give us a follow. You'll be able to check, check out our latest and greatest episodes and our new guests that come on each week. But, hey, man, like I said, this your boy Chris Simmons. I'm out. It's been a great show. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Peace.